3: Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger
0: Iltz, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow,
3: right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Iles. I'm Leo Wild, And we are the, the Derriers. We're kind of like in this thing that we do, man. Yep. And it's kind of been working out for a while. We just drive up and down the highways and byways of America, and we just pick up music, and we put it together on this radio show. We do. We do. Yeah. It's gotten to be a habit. Well, it kind of
0: has. has. You know, People ask us, they say, Derriers. Uh, what the heck is Americana music?
3: And actually? we get asked that a lot, boy. <laughs> We ought to study up on it, so maybe we can come we up with a cohesive answer.
0: I mean, we we have a definition, but it's mostly an opinion. An
3: opinion, and yeah, that's it, about yeah.
0: Because you know, we feel like it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. And
3: having said that, boy, we allow ourselves a lot of slack in that right Well, sure, but I mean, there's there is all kind of music. Well, there really here. is. Yeah, you know? like I mean, Matt.
0: for instance, it could be uh, it could be heavy metal. It could be Cajun. It could be country. It could be punk. Uh, rockabilly Ragtime Tejano Cocktail Folk rock Roomba Oh, rumba, Roomba I like rumba. I do too uh, like Synth
3: pop Oh, that's good How uh-huh. about uh, swing? It could be that Bakersfield sound It could be It could be that You know what else <laughs> It could really be though? The thing we like most of all We just yeah. like saying it
0: We like saying It could be Boogaloo, boogaloo. Yeah. yeah, it could be. It needs to be boogaloo. I,
3: it does. It does.
0: Well, the format of the show is that uh, we show up each week, uh, each of us with a virtual
3: fistful of tunes that we have not discussed ahead of time. Nope, we don't disclose that, and it's led to a few train wrecks over, over the last couple of years. But yeah, but we it, deal with it. Mostly a soft landing. It's
0: true. Yeah. And um, we figured out a way to uh, determine who starts the show. That's correct. Um, I start on even numbered shows, and it's episode one forty-five.
3: And so, yeah. uh, oddly enough, Leo, oddly enough, you get to start. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I I want to start right off. Uh, just playing the blues, and I, I'm really interested in this gal. Her name was Mildred Bailey. And she was born in 1907. Now, it's, uh, she was also she had a couple of nicknames, by the way. One of them was known as the Queen of Swing, and they also called her the Rockin' Chair Lady. They called her Mrs. Swing. I mean, wow. th- this gal had a lot going for her. Yeah. But what's interesting, among other things, is that she was a Native American person. Okay, and uh, she grew up on the Curtin Lane Reservation in Idaho, where her mother was an enrolled member. And then, at the age of 13, the family moved uh, to Spokane in uh, Washington state. Okay. Now her father played fiddle and he called square dances as well. Her mother played piano every evening and taught her to play and sing. And the family often hosted Saturday night gatherings, creating, you know, little music jams in the home of local, you know, ranchers or whatever. Awesome. And, uh, both, uh, both, uh, Mildred and her mother, um, would play the piano and it had a big old time. It was happy times. But unfortunately, Josephine died from tuberculosis at the, now that's her mother. Okay. Mildred's mother. She died from tuberculosis at the age of 36. And this really kind of really upset the family life really bad. Her father got remarried. The new wife didn't want the the old kids around, and they were pretty much shuffled off, you know. Wow. So she went to live with her aunt, which was good. But that didn't work out either because there was a terrible car wreck, and uh, she was badly injured, and her aunt was killed. So... There she's, she's coming out of wow. adversity, you know, right off the bat. I guess. Nevertheless, she persevered and she went to work and she started, to establish herself. Uh, she obtained work at a radio station, KMTR and at a speakeasy in in Bakersfield, California called the Swedes. And then uh, she got her established going. She had work going ever, and she found work for uh, her brother. His name was Al Rinker and his buddy, Bane Crosby. Oh seriously! Right, because Bing had started performing in Spokane, and um, they they joined her uh, in L.A. You know to get some more work. Well, uh, what happened was that uh, Mildred introduced Bing Crosby to Louis Armstrong. Oh wow! Saying if you want to be a real jazz singer, you've got to hear this guy, right? Yeah, right. Well, years later, in return, uh, Bing introduced her to uh, Paul Whiteman. Yeah, and, White and Paul Whiteman Orchestra, Paul White, and she became the lead vocalist there from 1929 to 1933. I'll be darned. So it all worked out pretty good. Yeah, uh, she did have some uh, health problems, and okay. it landed her in the hospital. Uh, she was di- uh, diabetic, and uh, she landed in the hospital 38, 1943, 1949, and she went into retirement about 1949. And she faced some hard financial times after that. But guess who stepped up to help her out? I wonder, Bing Crosby. How about that? He did it several times wow. in her later years. So it, it's a, it's all good. It's a good story. You know,
0: it just proves if you go back far enough, uh, it, everybody was nobody at some point.
3: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's a, it, you know, I mean, we go Bing Crosby. Oh
0: well, yeah. but at one point he is was this young guy. Who? Yeah. What
3: a, what a silly name. Yeah. <laughs> so right, that's cool. Well, anyway, this is a great tune, man. And it's called. It was recorded in 1940. And it's uh, this is Walter Daly singing. I'm nobody's baby.
4: I'm nobody's baby. I wonder why. Each night and day I pray, Lord up above, please send me down somebody to love. But nobody. chance with me because I'm nobody's baby now.
3: There you go, man. That's great stuff. Yeah, that's jumping jack yeah. stuff. That's fun. Good good job. Okay, Roger, we're getting started now. It's back to you. Okay, I, I want to do
0: um, cover a band called the California Honey Drops. Okay. Now, you remember a while back... Um, I featured the brothers Comatose. I do remember that. that uh, yeah, Kate, Katie recommended, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and uh, and they they con collaborated uh, with. Was, what was that word? <laughs> conglomerated. It sounded like conglomerated. Yeah, well, they got together with uh, other musicians <laughs> for that album. Yes, and, and and one of the one of the songs featured the California Honey Drops. Okay, so, which put me on their trail. Gotcha. Uh, man, they're they're a ton of fun. Um, the two guys that started it, um, uh, boy, and they've got crazy last names, uh, but uh, uh, I'm, so I'm not even going to say it. But but they started out busking in Oakland, California, in a subway station, right? Mm-hmm. And so they've tried to keep that street level field, and um, they they kind of draw on Sam Cooke, Ray Charles, Louis Armstrong, you know, and and they actually went to college to study music, which Whoa. is kind of cool, yeah but they've uh, added people so they've got this full band and they say their 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 concerts are more like parties than traditional concerts Ugh. their shows feature extensive off-stage jamming and crowd interaction the whole point is to erase the boundaries between the crowd and us we don't make set lists we want requests and we want crowd involvement to make people become part of the whole thing by dancing along, singing, and generally coming out of their shells,
3: okay, that's pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty cool.
0: So, uh, twenty sixteen to twenty seventeen, they were honored to play with uh, Bonnie Raitt on her North American release tour, and they've played with BB King, Alan Toussaint, Buddy Guy, Dr. John, and uh, they've also done a kind of a cool thing uh, since twenty nineteen. They started the Spread and Honey project, and they partner with local nonprofits in each city they visit on tour. To raise awareness and funds for causes such as food banks, homeless shelters, youth center, mm. disaster release efforts, and social well, that's justice. cool. That's very cool. So pretty cool. Um, and I had a little trouble because um, I, I had one song pick that I liked. It's kind of cool, but they, there's one. It's a it's an arrangement of an old tune uh, that was originally uh, recorded by Blind Bull Fuller, <laughs> uh, by Blind Boy Fuller. Yeah. And it's not really PC these days, but it's a great tune, and I'm going to do it because these guys do it so well. The California Honey Drops from a Higher Degree 2015 Big Fat Woman.
2: home
3: a
0: good fade out. I tell you, they just get down right down the road. You know? <laughs> they really do. It's fun. They're, they're
3: a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff, Roger All right, Leo. Well, where are we going from here? Okay. In 1983, I was working at a kind of a top 40 rock and roll uh, radio station in Kansas City. Okay. I wasn't on the air. I was selling uh, advertising at the time, but it was around the studio constantly. And about that time, this gal comes out with this album. And um, the name of the album was She's So Unusual, and it was by a gal whose full name is Cynthia Ann Stephanie, and the last name is Lopper. Oh, Cindy Lopper, Cindy really? Lopper. Oh, wow. She, she's just an incredible person, Roger. You know, I, I can't say I'm an avid listener to her music, but every time I listen to her music, it makes me feel good because she's got that up-tempo, and she's got that voice. Like nobody else has, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's also almost like kind of a cartoon voice. It's
0: very distinctive, yeah.
3: But listen, off that first album, Roger, she had uh, four top five hits on the Billboard Hot 100 at the same time. Wow. Girls Just Want to Have Fun, yep. Right? Time After Time, Mm -hmm. She Bop, and All Through the Night. Wow. All all charted heavily. Wow. But back up a little bit. She was born in Brooklyn, New York, to a Catholic family, and her father, uh, Fred, this is pretty interesting. He was a Swiss-German uh, descent and a direct descendant of Christian Lauper, a leader of the Swiss Peasant War of 1653. Now, that's wow. that's digging deep there. Yeah. But she grew up in the Ozone Park uh, neighborhood of uh, Queens, and as a child, she listened to artists like the Beatles and Judy Garland, you know. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 12, she started writing songs. And uh, her, her sister gave her an acoustic guitar, and she taught herself how to play that. And then uh she, she she started experimenting with her look. Now if you've seen Sydney, oh yeah. She's always so she started going with the hair colors and everything and buying, you know, thrift store clothes and everything and it kind of established her whole thing. But in 1977, um oh, by the way, I want to back a little bit. Her stuff was so unusual, the way she purported, you know, comported herself. People used to throw rocks at her and stuff. I mean, oh, they, wow. they were they were mean to her. And in 1977, her, she had started her career. It was getting underway. And she damaged her vocal cords. And uh, she, it ended up taking a year off of singing. She was told by doctors that she would never sing again. But she got a good vocal coach. She came back stronger than ever. And uh, she put off taking a, a, a recording contract because they just wanted to have her. And she said, no. I'm part of a band, and you got to take the whole band, or I'm not interested. Oh, wow. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah, that is. Well, anyway, uh, there's this one album cover. We'll have to post it. Uh, it's a self-titled album she did. And she hated the uh, cover because she said it made, made her look like Big Bird, <laughs> which, which is not bad. I looked at it. Yeah. And it, the, but uh, the picture, she hated it. But the, the, uh, the picture was later included as one of the 100 best New Wave album covers ever wow so very well but it, the album itself just flopped she said it went lead so oh, wow <laughs> now the song I'm going to play uh, this song has been covered by over a hundred different artists it's Gee, that it cool is. of a song it was ranked number uh, number 22 on Rolling Stone's 100 best songs in the past 25 years all right wow and this is from 1983 time after time
5: I can't think of you Done not why Love time if you
3: that uh, makes that song uh, such a great song is that it was so easily interpreted by so many different artists. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, a good song is a good song. Yeah, yeah.
0: There oh, you go. That's great, good pick, Leo. Hey, look at the time. Yeah, we've uh, used up our time for this segment. It's going hey. fast, man. Uh, that's true. Okay. Uh, well, and of course, tomorrow's moving day. Oh. And you had to bring uh, that up, I suppose. Well, you know, we need to police the area outside, uh-huh. clean up the trash. We to need to clean out
3: the, the cat box. Cat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it, more. Yeah. And uh, of course, we have to check that left rear inside, inside duel. And since it's an odd numbered show, Leo, Ooh. you need to suit up and go
3: okay. take care of it. All right, listen. This going okay. to take me a second. I can i got to go get my gear Yeah, you're already sweating. I am sweaty. Yeah. Okay, fine.
0: Okay. Well, we'll go get that done, and then we'll be right back. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA.
2: USA.
3: All right. Okay. We're back. We're back. Yes. You're still pretty sweaty. Yes, I'm yeah. sweaty. Yeah, I yeah. There, needed a little air. Yeah. Yeah. How, how how much? Three pounds. Okay. Yeah. That's about normal. It wasn't horrible. Yeah. It's just, you know. Was
0: it hard to hang on to the air hose with your
3: sweaty hands oh, like Oh, sweaty that? hands trembling. <laughs> I haven't gotten over that firecracker incident yet. <laughs> I, know, I don't think That's you ever will. scared the bejesus yeah. out of me. Well, okay. Okay, well, fine. well,
0: thank you for sucking it up. Oh, yeah. You've got to do your
3: part. It's my job. Yeah. That's right. That's right.
0: Okay. Well, we're broadcasting this week uh, from... Uh, embarrass
3: well, Minnesota it's, Yeah, it's kind of hard. Um, embarrass or something, you know. Oh, I have really? Well, nobody seems to know for sure. I guess it, if you're French it if could you're be French, embarrass. Well, interestingly Oh. Interestingly. Okay. Not French, but Swedish. Well, Minnesota. Minnesota yeah, a lot of Nordic in there. But the name of the town actually starts off coming from the French, right? Okay. And the and the meaning of the word is to hinder with obstacles or difficulties. Oh wow! Now, that's that you're going to name your town after that. That's that, now you know. <laughs> yeah, that that would chase people away. <laughs> but it's it's located. Uh, it's really not. It's one of those places. It's a place on the map. All right. Yep, basically. Right. Now they do have. They're pretty organized, and they've got you know they've got a school. They've got some stuff going on, uh, but it's they're located on the Masabi Iron Range uh, here. But here's what's notable about this particular location, right? Um, they have uh, a, an annual temperature of just thirty point thirty six point four degrees Fahrenheit. You're right. That's their average temperature. Wow. Yeah. And and they hold the wet record for the coldest place in the country. Listen to this. In the winter of two thousand and two thousand one, the temperature in Embrus or whatever, embarrassed. Did not rise above freezing from November twenty fourth through the March first. Wow! So you gotta love cold weather to be here. I guess, and, and yeah. this, you know, the, the, some of the people that settled here, they they were fine with it. So whatever. Oh
0: yeah, they they embrace it. All I know. can
3: say is I'm glad that we're, we're not here in the winter time. I, I agree. <laughs> I don't think we'd survive that. Yeah, we might have
0: to do a yeah. second dart throw. There you go. All right. Well, people ask us. They say. Darriers. Darriers. You know, what are you guys doing out there? You yeah, know? What, are you, what are you, nuts? I, I mean, like we know. We don't know, you know anything. We're, we're just kind of stumbling around. Uh-huh, but, uh uh-huh. um you know, we, unlike some of our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA. Yeah,
3: they have these things called ranches. ranches. Yeah, we yeah. don't have one of those. And
0: they get to do their show from the relative comfort of their ranch. They never leave the ranch. I guess not. I guess not. You know? I mean, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rockin' Diamond R Ranch. In, it, where is it, Roger? Leo, it's in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. <laughs> it is. Alan Gailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Uh, Oren Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derriers, Doesn't miss a leg. That's true. He has the Rock and Banjo Ranch there in central Kansas. That's correct. And we whined about the fact that we didn't have a ranch until our pal Suzanne set us straight. And she said, look at it this way, guys. You've got the entire continental United States. Border to border, ocean to ocean. You could say you have a ranch.
3: Without, without fences. fences. It's
0: all a matter of perspective. That, and, and Suzanne, thank you for that perspective. We appreciate that. Yeah, and we roam that range in our RV called
2: Ramlin Rose. Ramlin Rose.
3: Why you
2: Ram. Ah,
3: oh, sweet Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. She, she gets does. us there. Actually, an extremely faithful girl, there She yes. really gets us around. That's true. All right, Rog I'm trying to remember. I at this part of the show I I'm usually, you know, frightened to death. Well, oh, that's true. And it causes kind of a loss of memory and well, organization. I'll help you with that. I don't remember it's where. It's my we are. turn. Okay, good. Thank you. All right. Okay. I'm going to go back and
0: revisit somebody that uh, we featured before. A guy by the name of Robbie Folks. Yes, we did. He's uh, we featured him on episode 39. And then I also featured him on episode 104 on a project he did with, did with Linda Gale Lewis. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. Jerry Lee Lewis's yep. sister.
3: He keeps coming around.
0: But he has got a new album out. And, uh, you know, he he does country. He does kind of a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, uh, what are you going to say, novelty stuff. He's just a tremendous artist. He's had uh, two Grammy nominations, 15 solo albums. Uh, but he... Uh, uh, it, really, his base is American country music. Okay, and so uh, he just came out with a bluegrass album, total bluegrass. Mm. It's called Bluegrass Vacation. When did it come out? You no, know? it, it is. Uh, it's uh, 2023. Really, because yeah. I hadn't heard it yet, yet. It was one of those. Uh, they may still be re- releasing songs mm-hmm. off of it. You know, it came out with a couple of tunes. Right, but um, he he couldn't find anybody good to play on it, so he got some people like Sam Bush. Sierra Hole, Ronnie McCurry, Tim
3: O'Brien, Allison oh, Brown, geez. John Cowan, and Jerry Douglas. Roger, I got to tell you something. What I tried calling every one of those people uh-huh. to help us out, and yeah. none of them. Well, they called, were busy. I bet they none of them called me back. Oh, okay. Well, they could have
0: just said they were busy. <laughs> they they it could us have made feel a little yeah, better. But no. All right. Okay, go ahead. Well, anyway, um, it's it, it it this. The guy that reviewed it says uh, this is the result is one of the most remarkable bluegrass albums of the century. Whoa! So that's pretty high. Yeah, praise. high praise right there. Uh, but folks, he, folks says electric electric guitars might give way to computers as seems to be happening now, but the mountains will still be right there. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's an interesting quote. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, from 2023, uh, the album. Bluegrass vacation. Robbie Folks doing one glass of whiskey.
1: Sitting on the front porch, face toward the hill. Trail of years behind me, and a nine ahead to kill. One glass of whiskey to ease my mind. drive me mad the mountain never changes so i guess i've ever had one glass of whiskey to ease my mind and another one to take it too far away to find plan to get rich fast. Next time I'll take the money and I'll put the plan last. One glass of whiskey to ease my mind and another one to take it too far away to find. These LA bars are friendly. Small town bars are rough. I don't need no more unkindness. The memories of one glass of whiskey to ease my mind and another one to take it too far away to find. And when I feel Sinking low, I reach for the first friend I see. All I need is to get him and know he's sinking faster than me. Well, I gets stranger the more it goes on. It's no wonder how I worry when nothing's really wrong. One glass of whiskey to ease my mind, and another one to take it too far. To my to take it too far away to find.
3: Ooh. That is true to the tradition right there. Boy it is. That's, that's good straight ahead of bluegrass. That's good stuff. Wow. Okay, Leo, I think I'll send it back over to you. Okay, we've been talking off and on here lately about um, these backup bands that work in studios mostly, and they start out as session musicians, you know, and then eventually they break out, right? Right. I, I think I did one of these in the, just the last show recently here, but I'm going I'm to go ahead and feature another one because I ran across them at the same time I did the last one. Uh, this is a band that came to be known as the Atlanta Rhythm Section. Oh. Everybody okay. called them ARS, Right. And uh, they're an American Southern rock band, and they were formed in 1970. But the thing is that they they started out as a session band uh, for a a new studio at the time called Studio One in Doraville, Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta. And they played with a lot of other people, you know, like Roy Orbison and people of that ilk, right? Mm-hmm. And the, this guy named uh, Buddy Bowie is who owned the place, and that's who decided well, they ought to probably record their own album. And he's the one that named them Atlanta Rhythm Section. So they turned in, in 1978. They released what would turn out to be their most successful album, and one of the uh, one of the first songs that led off of that was a song called "Large Time," which uh, was a tribute to Leonard Skinner. Right, and they had, had that horrible plane rack and lost some members of the band during that time. Mm-hmm. So, but they are definite members of that you know southern rock, um, you know, group of people down there. Now, there's a several songs I could have picked, but um, I just always liked this song. I like the groove of the song, I like the way it feels, you know, the way it just makes me feel when I play it. It's uh, our show, it's our show, all. baby. Yeah. It's our show. Uh, this is what they did in 1978. And it's called imaginary lover.
2: Imaginary lovers never turn you down. When all the others turn you away, they're around. It's my private pleasure, midnight fan.
3: Ah, there you go Yeah I, have, I, I just like that song I always have You that. All right, Rog Let's see It's back to you Okay uh, I, I'm going to go Kind of um,
0: Left field here um, uh, I believe it was last summer um, Our band Three Trails West Took a road trip up to Rapid City, South Dakota
3: Oh, yeah It was a long road trip
0: It was And we did a show for the uh, uh, Western Historical Society, I yeah. think Something like yeah. that Yeah and uh, a really, an interesting group of people. Um, I mean, these are Western historians. I mean, we met the guy who is the, the world authority on Billy the Kid.
3: That's right. Yeah, yeah. And and they do so, their they do their research, man. Yeah. It's, they're serious about it.
0: So um, it it was a fun trip and uh, a really interesting bunch of people. And, but one of the guys that performed uh, was a guy by the name of Mark Lee Gardner. Yep. Remember, he played with a. Uh, uh, a climber bench.
3: I do remember him, yeah.
0: And uh, he's really a historian, but uh, he did a real nice job on that, uh, just a little bit on him. Uh, he's a native of Missouri, and he's researched and written about the American West since he was in high school. Wow. And so during his college years, he spent summers as a seasonal park ranger at uh, Bentzel Fort National Historic Site in Colorado, Harper's Ferry National Historic Site and um, the Stonewall Jackson House in Lexington, Virginia. Okay, so that's kind of his thing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, he's done a whole lot of that type of stuff. Uh, but he uh, became a full-time uh, writer and consultant, and um, he's authored several interpretive guides for National Park Service historic sites and those things. Uh, but he's written several books, and uh, his most recent book— is uh, The Earth is All That Lasts Crazy Horse Sitting Bull On the Last Stand of the Great Sioux Nation hmm. Which was chosen by True West Magazine As the best nonfiction book of 2022 Wow so that's, that's, pretty, ha- yeah, that's pretty high praise there that's high praise. So um, uh, we traded CDs when we were up there And, uh, and I picked this one off Of uh, an album from 2012 It's called Outlaws Songs of Robbers, Rustlers, and Rogues Mark Lee Gardner doing Little Sadie
6: when I one not to make a little round I met little Sadie and I shot her down Went back home, got into bed 44 smokeless under my head Woke up next morning half past nine The hacks and the buggies all standing in line Gents and the gamblers standing around Take a little Sadie to her burying ground A bill and up stepped the sheriff from Thomasville. Said, Young man, ain't your name brown? Remember the night you shot Sadie down. Lady in the first degree. First degree, second degree. If you have any papers, won't you read them to me? They took me downtown, dressed me in black, put me on the train, started me back, locked me up in that Thomasville jail. I had no money for to go my bed. Stand. The judge had the paper in his right hand and said, 41 days, 41 nights, 41 years to wear the ball in stripes. See, that's,
3: that's yeah. really it. We we should note that that is a particular kind of old time banjo style. Yeah, it's an open back banjo. Yeah, and, and it's called I think that's Frailing style. Frailing style clawhammer banjo. Clawhammer yeah. banjo. Yeah, yeah. And you've taken up a little of it yourself. I'm really? trying to learn it. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's a really yeah. good sound. Yeah, he's a, he's real good at it. Hey Roger,
3: look what time it is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Did you get that? that? Hang on. Is okay. there somebody here? Oh, I, I don't know. Okay, hang on for a second.
2: Men. Nothing takes it off like Noxima medicated shade. Take it off, take it all off. takes it off like noxima medicated shave
0: i got first dibs on the
3: shower look out and we're backing up we are backing up We're backing it into the third segment here that's what we are
0: doing that's what we're doing yeah well this is the part of the show where uh you know we used to be kind of coy about it but now we just oh no just beg no straight to our knees please yes absolutely we we beg people uh, uh, go to our websites and check them out uh uh, you know we we you know we took a picture we, at, of the sign here at Embarrass or it, or whatever it's called. It's right
3: there now, and I put website. it on the website. Yeah, they can go so see at it. it if yep. you
0: think we're lying. No,
3: we're not lying.
0: Um, so uh, you know, go go check it out. What are you doing? that's so important that it's you can't. It's not that you know, important. Spend a little time, right. a little,
3: little quality time yeah, with I, the
0: yeah, dairy Help a couple guys out. Yeah, here. That's it. You know, if if you go to well the this website for this uh, show here is. Thedariers.com the And
3: it's the is maybe the most important word yeah, in it that is. entire URL. It's a tiny right word. But it's a
0: tiny word. Yeah. If you forget it, you'll never forget it. It
3: could be a big... Big, yeah. big mistake. Yeah, that's right. It. Yeah, so Be careful there.
0: And, of course, the one for the band is?
3: Well, that's threetrailswest.com with the number three there on the front. A lot yeah. of people don't get that right. They want to spell that out. You yeah, know. don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Number three, Trails West. That's yeah. us. And uh, we got our we got our CDs up there, you know. and We got stickers. And we got a new album. We got the T-shirts, t-shirts the whole yeah. bit. So go say howdy and buy something. How about yeah. that?
0: You know, if you go to either of our websites, you're going to find a lot of Content. Content, yes. And if you look at it, we're pretty sure
3: you're, we'll be contented. contented. That's true. But there's going to be quite a bit. Yeah. We've been busy. Yeah. So you could become confused. confused in which case, you should just contact, contact us. us, yes, and we'll get you straightened out on that.
0: Yeah, there's contact us tabs on both websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D. At thedariers.com.
3: And mine is Leo, also no D, Mm -hmm. at thedariers.com. Right. All
0: right. You know, the other thing is if you go to thedariers.com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, you can uh, listen to any of our past episodes there, or you can download them
3: and listen to them at your leisure. Exactly. Preferably while wearing your. Leisure Leisure suit, suit. yes. They're out there sometimes. Yeah, there's a price if somebody does that. Bulletproof polyester, they last
0: forever. That's true. That's true. Uh, You know, uh, also... Uh, You can find any of our past episodes now on Spotify. Spotify,
3: what a wonderful little thing! Yeah, and it's on it's on
0: other platforms too. It's
3: Spotify. Yeah, but it's it's also on Stitcher. Yeah, okay, but Spotify is like the one that's you know it's got a happy name. I know, and it's
0: also on TuneIn.
3: Spotify is. is, What's wrong with Spotify? Well, nothing wrong with Spotify,
0: but it's also on Amazon Music.
3: But why would you go there when you've got Spotify?
0: Well, and 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 also on iHeartRadio.
2: What you can go straight (laughs) to.
0: Okay. okay. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres nowhere without, without the, the derriers. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike.
3: Okay, we appreciate okay, it. Okay, Leo, I do think it's your turn now. Okay, I want to tell, tell talk about these two brothers uh, that uh, they were born in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, they, in fact, one of them was uh, born on October 24th, 1937. And the other one was born on April 30th, 1941. Now, their father was drafted into the Army while they were children and was stationed for some time in Oklahoma, which is where you go if you're going to be shipped off someplace like that. Yeah, in the Midwest. Now, here's the thing. After hearing a steel guitar on the radio, he wrote to his wife and he said, I'd like the boys to learn to play this instrument. Wow. Okay. So, upon returning from World War II, he went out, the dad did, and he found a music teacher who gave the boys steel guitar lessons. Wow, both of them, and when one of them was a teenager, the older he was able to get a local music store to modify an acoustic guitar, which allowed him to play it like a steel guitar. All right, okay. So within two years, these two brothers were performing in amateur shows using uh, a new Gibson six-string steel guitar, and started taking even more lessons. Right uh, from a guitar uh, who had studied in Hawaii, because there's a lot of steel gu- guitar comes out of Hawaii. And by the age of fourteen he was composing songs and he formed an instrumental trio with a guitarist and a drummer. Now the trio appeared at local dances and parties and whatever, and uh, they made money at it. And wow. with the, and with I wonder what that's like. Well, I know, go figure. With the money that the older brother bought, he bought a fender steel guitar. Wow. I mean a nice one, one with three necks.
0: Oh boy, a triple with, neck.
3: A triple neck with eight strings each. Wow. So he had all those tunings yeah. at his disposal. So it allowed him to experiment even more, and then he tried different tunings and, until he got, you know... and anyway, then At that point, the younger brother, uh, he began to play a company to him On a regular electric guitar, right? All right. So they formed a duo, and they became really popular at school. And then one thing led to another, and they recorded a demonstration thing. And next thing you know, uh, they're getting phone calls. So eventually, they came to the attention of a music publishing company and signed a songwriter's contract and eventually landed a recording contract with this uh, company called Canadian American Records. And their first release was called, are you ready? Uh Uh-huh. Sleepwalk. I knew it. <laughs> Santo and Johnny. Santo and Johnny. I'll be, I wondered about that. Isn't that oh, great? Oh, that's a great story. It's a heck of a, it's a heck of a backstory. And, um, so they did the instrumental. Now, we also have learned this song with, uh, lyrics. Uh, we've, yeah, this song has lyrics. Do you remember where you got the lyrics? I actually don't. I found it, but uh, their mother wrote the lyrics. Okay. I did right. find that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, this is the classic recording uh, that, that was recorded back in uh, 1959. This is Santo and Johnny performing Sleepwalk. I you, just a quick little postscript here. When Johnny turned 16, he told his father that they would be quitting school to pursue a uh, career as rock stars. And their father responded, the only stars are in the sky. Oh, wow. <laughs> it proved him wrong, I bet you. I guess. All right, Rog, what you got?
0: Uh, this is uh, something I stumbled across uh, when I was researching Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I featured a while back. Mm-hmm. And it's a group called the Pharaohs. Okay, and uh, they were formed in 1962 out of a student band, the Jazzmen, at Crane Junior College in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Yep. So these guys became, um, you know, just kind of local legends, you know, and uh, they, they they played on the South Side of Chicago at the uh, Afro Arts Theater uh, quite a bit, and then um, they they uh, cut about three albums, and it was more of a cult type of thing, but. Many of the Afro-Sheen commercials from this period featured music of the Pharaohs. Oh, really? Yeah, Afroshine, yeah, the hair <laughs> product. <laughs> right. Okay. Sure. So, in 1988, the Pharaohs marked their 30th anniversary by performing at the Kansas City Blues Jazz Festival. All right. Releasing the performance, performance on CD the next year. No, so, wait a minute. What
3: year was that again?
0: Um, this would have been 88. Mm-hmm. 88. Okay. So uh, this is from an album called "Blue Egypt" from 1985. The Pharaohs doing drinking.
7: Yeah. By my side he looks so pretty There's a coincidence cool You get your girl, I give mine But all will get together And i had have a good time I'll be drinking you're, you're far to go I'll be drinking I'll be a yeah. I drink that bottle To the last hand in the book's gonna put me down. Well, I ain't got no one bothering me and telling me what to do. Come on, everybody, have a drink with me. I'm gonna have a drink or two. Tell me until I'm dead I'll be drinking I'll be drinking Until you know I'll be drinking Well, I'll, be a I'll be a drink that bottle To the last and found No one in the world is gonna put me down Well, ain't got no one bothering me Telling me what to do Well, everybody have a drink with me I'll Come, i have a drink or two
3: boy knows how to hold it up, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got some lungs on him. Oh man, oh man. Yeah. That's kind of jump and yeah. jive right there. Yeah. Oh man, how cool is that? That was fun. All right, Rod. Hey, you know what? What? We're out of time. Oh, we are out yeah. of time. Look at that. We got to get
0: out of here. At uh, so we got to figure out where we're going. Oh, that's right. Uh, we got to do the uh, whole thing. Uh, let's see whose so let's let's turn is see, Your to turn what? to throw the dart. Okay. Um, so I'll get the get map.
3: Get the map. With, as usual. Right there Okay, Ardmore's yeah. been pretty good cat this week Got it Okay, okay. all right, there you, you go You get the dart Oh, excuse me I'll Spoon
0: drawer two Number what? Which two. Oh, two. Two, yeah Okay, all, all right yep. Got it? Okay, yeah, I got it Okay, get in the circle Yeah, uh, ready? all right Yep, I'm ready Here we go One, right. two, three Throw the dart, throw the dart Oh, oh, wow, we went down, down, and down east, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, we haven't okay. been there for a while. So, here's the list of weird
3: town names okay. in Tennessee. You get to pick one. Let's see that. Let's see. Oh, there's some good ones here. Yeah. Hmm. How about. Bitter end. Oh, that sounds like us. Bitter End, Tennessee. Well, that's where we'll go. Okay, I guess we'll figure it out when we get there. Okay. All right. Well, good show, Leo. Hey, this is a a bit fun, as usual.
0: All right, well, we'll get out of town tomorrow, and we'll do this again in Bitter End, Tennessee. Uh, This has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Truckers Radio Radio, USA. USA. And
3: remember to look out behind you, it's the the derrieres. Derrieres.